It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Cafe. I'm your host, Gabriel Quiroga, here in the Spanish capital. And in today's episode, we will be discussing the surprise retirement announcement of Gerard Piquet. Before we get into that, I just wanted to highlight our Patreon that we have for the podcast. It's $5 a month, basically the cost of a Starbucks coffee. And the thing I wanted to highlight is our WhatsApp group that we have available for our Patreon subscribers. We have Members from all over the world talking Barca every day. So if you're in a place where you don't have a Pena and you want to talk about Barca, think about subscribing to our Patreon. It's a lot of fun. We have Kim who gives us the daily newspapers uh, from Spain talking Barca. We also have Mariana who's in Barcelona who shares photos and videos from the Camp Nou when she is there. So you get a firsthand experience of being at the Camp Nou for game day. And on top of that, you know, especially, for example, what happened with Gerard PK yesterday, we share breaking news, we share articles, we talk about Barca B, Barca Femini. You know, it's really all about Barca. So if you are looking to get a outlet of more Barcelona news at your fingertips, you know, especially during the matches, because I think WhatsApp is so much fun during the matches. You have it on your phone, so you have that accessible anywhere to kind of understand what's happening in the match, and also that's when we're the most active is during the matches, which is a lot of fun. Considering subscribing, it's only five bucks a month. After this break, we're going to wax poetically about Gerard Piquet. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So last night, I was working, I was in the office, and all of a sudden... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We got the notice in our WhatsApp group that PK was retiring. And of course, this took everyone by surprise. When I first saw that, I just assumed he was announcing the retirement for the end of the season. But no, no, no. Gerard Piquet is going to retire on Saturday. He's going to play his final match against Almeria at the Camp No. And this is surprising because we're essentially kind of in the first break of the season with the World Cup starting. I was just confused by the timing of this. Today, after watching the news, he's made it really apparent that he's just lost motivation to continue. And he thought that he was going to have a higher level of motivation with the beginning of the season, but seeing that he wasn't going to be playing that much, I think he's lost that motivation and just wants to explore more uh, projects that he's doing, like, for example, with the Cosmos and also with the Andorra Football Club. I think he just has so many interests that are peaking for him that he'd rather do that than train and not play, essentially, which is completely understandable. You know, from a logistical standpoint, I wish PK would have decided this in the summers to give... Barcelona a little bit more planning and heads up, but that's probably my my minorest gripe with this. I had really weird feelings last night because I've been really lucky. I've been really lucky in my sports fandom to have gone through basically three dynasties, and I was trying to put my finger on what made those dynasties so special. The first one is the San Francisco 49ers. I'm from San Francisco Bay Area. The 49ers are my first kind of interaction with championship level sports, professional sports. And during the 80s and 90s, they were one of the best professional football teams. And one of the things that I was able to identify with that team is most of those players on that team were drafted by the 49ers. Now, obviously, when we're talking the 90s, they they had some free agents, but you know, when we talk about Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, these type of players, they were drafted. And so you feel a connection because they're, they feel, quote-unquote, homegrown. And Barcelona, especially with this fantastic once-in-a-lifetime once La Masia crop that came through in 2010, 2011, is something that is very similar. These players, we have a connection because not only were they homegrown through La Masia, but they were Hall of Fame players that came through La Masia. And we had this, this connection, this special bond with these players. And PK kind of announcing this sudden retirement feels almost like a death to this because I was not ex- expecting these feelings. And that's what it feels like. With Busquets, I didn't have that same feeling. You know, with, with obviously Busquets having his final season this season, you know, Busquets, great. He's a Hall of Fame player. I get all that. But I don't have that same connection as I do with PK, for example. And I was trying to go through my list of why I feel this way. 
Last night, I was able to watch the 6-2 match at the Bernabeu, the famous match that really kind of kick-started everything at the end of the season with Pep Guardiola in May of, of 2010. And again, it's one of those things when you watch old videos of sporting events, usually the play is slower, but not in this match. This match has everything from a Barcelona perspective. It has speed. It has technical ability that is off the charts. And of course, you just have Hall of Fame players all over the field. And I was feeling really nostalgic and sad because, you know, PK, without a doubt, is the best center back that Barcelona has ever produced, without a doubt. The longevity of his career, the 30 titles that he's been able to be a part of is incredible. When you think of center backs, especially prior to 2010, 2008, center backs were usually personified by clunkiness, by players who had no quote-unquote technical ability. And I think what made PK the modern center back is basically he was a defender with outstanding footwork, incredible touch, and acute passing awareness. Combine that with Pep's want to work the ball out of the back, it was the perfect combination for PK. I was always amazed on how PK was able to get out of situations with calm passing and an understanding of where everyone was going to be on the field. Take prime PK and match him up against any center back in their prime. And I take PK all the time. Because not only was PK physical enough as a center back, but his outstanding ability on the ball was second to none. And I think that is something now we are seeing obviously more center backs that are more comfortable on the ball so it doesn't feel as much as a game changer as it was back then but i can tell you it's you know there's moments in in football and sports where there's this evolution and players that bring about bring about this change you know for example when i think of strikers i think of the original ronaldo the pace the strength and the way he was able to finish that was something uniquely different at that time and now we see that all the time and i think pk can be put in that type of category you know, when, when I think of center backs prior to that, you know, I think of Rio Ferdinand around that era. I think of John Terry, for example. And those players cannot even come to the technical ability that PK had. Now, what I want to highlight in this podcast episode is three of my favorite moments of PK. And also, I want to give you an antidote of kind of one of those feelings I have about PK. You know, when I first came to Spain in 2010 and we flew into Madrid you know, one of the things I was super excited, obviously, was the Champions League final that was going to happen. And I was really excited about this because, sorry, not 2010, 2011. I was really excited about this because I had planned this trip to align perfectly for the Champions League final. And on the way to the final, obviously, I was super invested in Barcelona, even more invested, right, for Barcelona to continue on in the Champions League because I was going to be in Barcelona for the final to watch this match with other Kules and to really feel the football culture here in Spain. And I remember leading up to this moment and we get off in Madrid and I just remember we were in a transfer van, right? We, we got like a transfer van to take us from the hotel or from the airport to the hotel. And I remember we were at a stop sign and I just saw a big billboard of PK 
for Mango, which is a uh, a clothing brand here. And I was just like, wow, it's so different here in Spain. It's crazy. Like footballers are just stars here. You know, that was my first thing. And I just remember PK, you know, looking like the model that he is on this massive billboard in Madrid. Right. I was just like, wow, that that's that's incredible. That's my guy. You know, I love PK. He's on Barcelona. So I always thought that was interesting. You know, one of my first core memories here of coming to Spain was that big billboard of PK in Madrid. Now, you know, as I talked about in the beginning of the episode, why do we love PK so much as a Kool-Aid, right? Obviously, you know, he was born in Barcelona, Catalonia. He has it through his blood that he's a Kool-Aid through and through, goes to La Masia, makes the dream a reality to play for Barca, not only play for Barca, but have the ultimate success with Barcelona. And I was also thinking of why we don't have the same feelings for, like, let's say, Pedro, for example, right? Or any other La Masia product from that team, you know? Like, for example, I think Iniesta and PK have different levels of love, you know? Like, I ultimately love Iniesta. I feel like Iniesta can do no wrong. Whereas PK is, you know, at some times can be troubled and sometimes you love him, you know? And I think one of the things that comes across to you is, you know, the shit talking that he absolutely loves to do. And I think he's one of the very few players in Barca's history that has really accepted the Madrid rivalry and really took it to Madrid, especially when we were in the glory years of Pep. You know, today in the news, I was watching some of the highlights of his, you know, lines that he's mentioned throughout his career. And of course, you know, one of the best lines that came out was from 2015 in the celebration when PK basically called out Madrid during the celebration saying, Kevin Rodan, contigo empezó todo. And again, that is one of the great lines of PK during this moment of celebration, still calling out Madrid whenever possible. It started with you, you know, with the Madrid party that happened that year, and the media just turned on Madrid that season, and I remember specifically how everything aligned for Barcelona. And again, that is part of the shit-talking that PK has been responsible for, and what we ultimately love, right? He is the best of us and the worst of us playing sports, right? Being super talented, knowing you're going to win and talking shit and backing it up ultimately. PK's career is incredible. World Cup winner, European champion, Champions League, La Liga, all the things. You know, 30 titles is an incredible number, an outstanding number uh, through that career of his. You know, and of course, you know, it's, it's hard not to forget the last two years of PK because the defense was so atrocious and you can directly point to PK because he is part of that foundation of the defense that has really ultimately failed Barcelona, but he's not the only one, but he is definitely the face that we always pick out. And especially, you know, as we were talking about the inter match, making the mistake, PK's done so much with the club. And again, I just want to highlight my three favorite moments of PK. Number one, when we talk about PK, the other thing I always feel is that he was a center forward trapped playing center back because how many times did he always want to score and try to go up front all the time, right? One of my favorite moments is in the Supercopa of 2011 where it's a corner kick. Madrid and Barcelona are playing a Clasico for the Supercopa of Spain. It's 1-1. It's right before halftime. 
and there's a corner kick. And you know how normally we don't do normal corner kicks. We usually did short corner kicks and still do. But in this one, we, we actually centered it to the center. There's a little bit of a chaos in the box. The ball goes to Messi. Messi picks out a short pass to PK. PK gets it, back heels it to Messi. Messi gets it, finds it. You see Ronaldo trailing Messi. Ronaldo sliding to try to block it. Comes not even close. And of course, Messi chips it over Casillas for the goal. To me, that just signifies the offensive talent and the ability to know where your players are going to be because of how long he has played with Messi and obviously with the core of players that have happened. To me, that is a obviously a beautiful goal from Messi to finish it, obviously with Ronaldo sliding, which is so funny to see. But just in that crowded box, how PK was able to find the symphony, the dance with Messi so perfectly, and to understand where Messi was going to go, and more, more importantly, to complete it, right? I mean, we always want to try to do a back heel pass. You know, we want to make the highlight. And nine times out of ten, it's not going to work. But in this opportunity, it worked for PK. We got the goal and eventually won the Supercopa of Spain. So that, for me, is one of my favorite moments of PK. The second one is the 6-2 victory. As I told you, I watched the match again last night. And just watching PK in that match... The fluidity that he was able to control the center back, him and Puyol, the physicality that he had when he wanted to use it, and more importantly, just the grace. It's almost like a ballet dancer out there with his footwork and the way he was able to get out of small spaces. But in this match, he obviously put the nail in the coffin of this Classico, scoring the last goal, the sixth goal. And again, it's, it just highlights to you the talent that he has to be able to score this goal obviously he comes off a shot it ricochets he's able to find it he's able to find his balance almost do a 360 then kick it and find it into the back of the net and of course we all remember the image of pk flashing the jersey as he heads to the corner to celebrate and to really point to the kool-aids that were there in the bail and again when you watch this match i i really suggest that you do because obviously it's a great moment in barcelona history but just seeing the talent out there is incredible. That's the first thing that just jumps off when they announce the starting lineups. But the second thing, too, is the pace and the speed that Barcelona were able to pay, play at is just incredible. When Messi was almost the fifth best player that day, that just kind of tells you something. I mean, you have Henri and Eto playing at supreme levels. You have Xavi and Iniesta just bouncing off each other. And then you have Messi. You know, it, it, it's it's an incredible match to rewatch. I definitely highly suggest it. And again, that is a memorable moment for me because, you know, PK had basically just come back from Manchester United to come back to Barcelona, be a significant part of this dynasty, and more importantly, score the sixth goal against Madrid in the Bernabeu. He would love nothing more. My third, and I think the most significant moment, is La Manita. This on so many levels. I mean, first of all, the Guardiola versus Mourinho aspect of it. This is basically in the height of, you know, the beginning of that. You know, Mourinho just comes to Madrid. We are playing at a pace and 
ability that no one can match. And again, the idea that this Jeffron scores the fifth goal, some you know bench player, obviously was a Masia product, but again, some bench player puts the nail in the coffin on this match. And without a doubt, PK doesn't have to even think about it. He just flashes the hand. And in that moment, if you watch that moment, everyone else in the crowd just sees it and just starts to do it immediately. And the way the camera pans, it's amazing how it almost catches like a wave, right? And that to me is one of the best moments, an iconic moment in Barcelona history. Not only are you beating your blood rival 5-0 in a thumping, right? I mean, David Villa was amazing that night. Messi was amazing that night with those passes. It was an epic brand of Mourinho still had a lot to learn on how to defend us. And we had the upper hand on that night. And it is glorious. It is. You watch the highlights. The crowd was so into it. Obviously, Mourinho talking so much smack to us. You know, it, it is an epic night. And of course... PK accepting that challenge and taking it to the next level with the Manita is just something else. To me, you know, if, you know, in the museum, they need to put that picture of it because that to me is the most iconic thing. I think the Manita exemplifies everything you need to know about PK, right? He is everyone's almost favorite teammate, talks shit, accepts it, but at the same time, he's ready to fight for those titles. Now, it was interesting, you know, with this video that he tweeted out, you know, it was a great video. On Wednesday night, the team went to dinner, and he apparently recorded those last scenes at the Camp No that night. So this is kind of something, I think, obviously, the video of him watching his highlights as a kid and so forth had already been recorded. And I think he had been planning something, you know, he just wasn't sure when. And I think, ultimately, in these last couple of weeks you know, getting whistled out at the stadium and just seeing that he was not getting any more playing time, that it was time to go. And honestly, I really wish he could have done a better playing job so we could, as a fan of him and as a fan of the team, to really prepare his send-off properly. Because again, we are not good as a club sending off our legends. And I really hope on Saturday night they really do something special for him because not only is he the best center back that we've ever produced, top tier legend of the club with all the titles, but again, he is a Kool-Aid through and through, and that is something else that everyone can connect with and everyone loves. Now, PK in the video said that he would return and obviously looking up at the press box in the video, so everyone saying, yes, president. And of course, I think he would be a great president. I think he knows how to manage all those things. We will see if he's not more interested in other aspects and if he really wants to jump into being the president of FC Barcelona because it is a job that requires 100% of your attention. And obviously, hopefully, we're not going to be in a financial mess where we need saving like Laporta has done most recently. So Saturday night, Barca plays Almeria. This is basically the last week before the World Cup kickoff, which is so strange again. And we will see what kind of send-off Barcelona have in store for PK. I really hope the audience in the Camp Nou really gives him the proper send-off. I know they will. I just really hope they really do it up as much as you can because PK, again, is a club legend. 
and from what he has done for the club and the titles he's won for Barcelona are second to none. So PK, as they put in the papers today, se va instead of se queda. I thought that was a good title. So I just want to say gracias, PK. Thanks for all the memories. And I'll never forget those great moments you have given me as a culé and as a fan of this club. Everyone have a good weekend, and we will talk next week. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.